This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Are you someone who knows a woman? Are you someone who knows what March is for a woman? I kind of think probably not. So we're going to enlighten you today. We've got a great show for you. I've got three really beautiful women that are going to be talking about March being Women's Month and women in business and all of that. And we're going to be talking about that in just a moment. But first, Eric, how are you? <laughs> hey, good afternoon, Kevin. I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Did you know that March is Women's Month? You know, I did know that. But I, I think every month should be Women's Month. Oh, you politically correct <laughs> savage, you. I tell you. You you know you know how to do it. I don't know how to do that anymore. But it's 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 great. By the way, um the story, the thing that you gave me the other day, I, I don't want to take the time up to, but on Monday, uh, I'm gonna go down that story road because I've done some research on what you gave me and uh that that game you gave me and stuff so oh oh fantastic <laughs> yeah so we're, we're gonna cover that on monday it really is a kind of a fun story that spans 20 years in the making so yeah that's right that's right so we'll talk about that on monday but for first, people that are entirely confused tune in <laughs> yeah. on monday and then you know they'll get the answers to we'll we'll clear up your, your confusion <laughs> on monday maybe um, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, speaking of, no, I can't say speaking of confusion, I was going to say, anyway, um, we are joined. Masterful by, segue as always, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that good? <laughs> You'd think I was a professional or something, but, uh, uh, joining us today is Holly Berry. Holly, how are you? And I know that you know that I'm not a professional, but it's great to have you here. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. I'm excited about it. We got some awesome guests coming up. We do indeed, and uh, that's one of the reasons why you're here is that you be a woman in business, and you am. actually are a couple of them, and you have a couple of businesses that is, and uh, that you're working with. And uh, uh, March eighth is Women in Business Day, I do believe. Am I correct in that? That would be a good one to pull Amy and Nancy in on, since they're like on top of all the dates. I know the since whole month is <laughs> related as well. Since I can't pronounce their their uh, uh, their their website and what they do, I'll let you introduce them. Yeah, so Nancy and Amy, or Amy and Nancy, they go by the Royal We to make it easier for everyone, are the founders of the Passionistas Project that specifically um, helps women in business. They have um, like a subscription where you can get boxed gift sets of um, the gifts that are produced or made or facilitated by women-owned businesses, as well as a podcast, as well as I think a few other um, cool endeavors that they're working on. I'll, I'll let them decide what all they want to talk about, but they are just amazing and a joy and full of awesome stories. I'm also taken with the fact that they have interviewed some of the most um, dynamic and important people. Well, important from the standpoint of show business and that sort of thing. As, but they've done some, and we talked about that on one of the shows that they were on. So we'll kind of bypass that because we want to talk about women in business and 
this month and everything that's going on. So yeah, if if any of our awesome, amazing listeners that are here right now want to hear some of the other shows, if you go to our website, positivetalkradio.net and search for the Passionistas on there, um, or even the word Passionista, you'll be able to pull up all the old episodes. We'll, We'll go over the spelling here when, when we get them in the room. All righty. Well, welcome, ladies. Come on in the room. Hello. Thanks for having us. Well, well, hold on. I got to do this first. <laughs> now I feel, now I feel like I'm in the room. Thank you. Yes. Yes. You've crossed. We we've opened the curtain, and you're now sitting on the chair next to Holly, who's um. We're, well, she can't be Johnny Carson. Maybe she could be Joan Rivers. There you are. I feel a little <laughs> Rupert Pupkin in his basement, if anybody knows what that reference <laughs> So welcome to the show, ladies. How are you? Thank you. We are wonderful. We're glad to be back. We love being on this show. Well, thank you very much. I do have to ask you, though, I'm woefully unprepared to talk about Women's Month of March because I have no idea where that came from, how it is, um, how big of a deal it's becoming, any of those things. So could you enlighten a poor knuckle-dragging man like myself? Sure. Well, March is Women's History Month. I don't actually know when it started, how long it's been going on for, but um, it's just all about um, honoring the women who have come before us and paved the way for uh, as far as we have come and, uh, and, exploring how much further we need to go so that's the whole month of march and then next wednesday is international women's day and that's you know that's another day to celebrate women in general and we specifically are holding an event for three days next week the 7th through the 9th on talk shop live to celebrate international women's day so it's all about lifting up the women. and But I agree with, uh, what was it, Eric? I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name. I agree that every month should be Women's Month, don't you? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course, most of my favorite people are women. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I, you, you know, we've talked a lot about women's issues on this, this show and, and stuff like that, but... Um, one of the questions that uh, see Holly is very good at giving me uh, advice. So um, she said, "Would you, Holly? Would you would you read what you wrote? That would be good." Sure. Yeah, I jumped online and did research so we could help educate our awesome listeners. And Google came up with, uh, in response to the question, "How did Women's Month begin?" Google said, "About Women's History Month. Women's History Month and its origins as a national celebration in 1981 when Congress passed Publication L97-28, <laughs> which authorized <laughs> and requested the president to proclaim the week beginning March 7th, 1982, as Women's History Week." Oh, but now it's become a month, which is even better than a week. Excellent. And it's, yeah, it's not necessarily just all about history anymore, but it sounds like the month of March has a huge overlap with all of those women-y things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, because this came from Congress, I will will make the uh, pronouncement that I think that it would be a much better for them to pass this when it, when the, uh, compilation of congress is 50 50 men and women 
Amen. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. That's when we'll that's when we'll ratify the Equal Rights Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> which has been sitting waiting to be ratified for a very, very long time. Forty some odd years. And only needs a few. He only needs there's a secretary somewhere that needs to put a stamp on it. And uh once that happens, then there will be an equal rights amendment. But until then, I think we're gonna have to wait for that fifty fifty Congress or fifty one forty nine. <laughs> which which because you guys live longer than we do if the competition would be uh much better than you know than a bunch of doddering old anyway i digress that's you know and, and it's really but it's really important i you know and you've we've talked about it a little bit before i still cannot believe that the equal rights isn't this the united states of america isn't this where we live that the equal rights amendment is still sitting on a desk someplace it's crazy. Been passed? Yeah. yeah the word one woman doesn't exist in the constitution just think about that See, well well you, you well <laughs> and i ain't even going there dolly <laughs> i'll put that out there <laughs> international women's month i can say it <laughs> yes indeed well i'll tell you it's 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 unbelievable to me that that when you look at history and we've gone through this when you guys have been here before that uh, it hasn't been hasn't even been a hundred years yet that women have been allowed to vote. It's been just over a hundred. Just over a hundred. That, that white women have been allowed to yes. vote. Yes. Oh. And so what year was that? Was it 20? It's 1920. 1920. Oh, very good. So it's been just a hundred years. Mm -hmm. And it's been, uh, what, less than 50 years before you could open your own checking account. Yeah. It yeah. was, uh, I have that exact date. It was... Well, you couldn't get a business loan without a man until 1988. 1988. Oh, That's crazy. The, you couldn't get a business loan until 1988? 1988. A woman couldn't get a business loan without a man until 1988. I think right around there is like you couldn't have a credit score. You couldn't, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. 1974, credit, banks granted credit cards to women only with their husband's signatures and refused to issue them to unmarried women. That still blows my mind. Still yeah. blows my mind. I mean, I'll no, give you I... an example. This isn't money related, but it is in a way. I used to own my own home. I now live with someone. And when I needed to redo my driveway, this was, so let's say, seven or eight years ago. I called contractors and I, I would always say that I lived with somebody, even though I didn't, because I didn't want strange people to know that I lived by myself in this house. So I would Smart. say, it's my house. I make all the decisions. I need a bid for the driveway. And I had, I had four people bid the job and I had two different men say to me, well, I, I need to talk to your husband. And I said, well, this is my house and I own it and I make all the decisions. Yeah, I can't give you a bit until I talk to your husband because he's going to have to decide. Wow. This is California. Yeah. On the 21st <laughs> century, people. 21st yeah. century. In California in the 1910s. Well, the 2010s. <laughs> and, and thank you, Holly, for educating me some, some more. Did you know that the Equal Rights Amendment was first proposed a century ago? It hasn't been added to the U.S. Constitution. The original Equal Rights Amendment was proposed in 1923 by Alice Paul, woman suffrage leader and head of the National Women's Party, and was introduced in Congress that same year. 
we have been messing around with this for a hundred years. It doesn't make any sense to me. And it, it is that close. It really is that close. It just oh. needs, it's paperwork at this point. It really is. And it's not getting pushed through. And I, I had hoped that when we had a female vice president, she would make it a priority. And I, I'm sad that that hasn't been able to happen. But um, well, so hard not to swallow. Do we know now? Do we we know how this is done, and it's it has to be approved by two thirds of the states, and then it has to go to Congress. And I can't remember what percentage has to approve that, but but there is a gentleman who is a senator from Kentucky. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, his name I'm not going to say his name here because I don't want to get letters, but he keep he's able to keep. Uh, in, interesting things like that um, from hitting the floor of Congress um, and so he doesn't have to risk that uh, his name is Mitch it rhymes with another oh, yeah. letter good old another. Mitch <laughs> yeah. and so he doesn't he has the ability to keep that from going to the floor uh -huh. and getting a vote and he's been there for a very long time too long some might say <laughs> too long too long, too long. Almost <laughs> as long as the ERA has been waiting. To be <laughs> yeah, one would think. <laughs> so, so on a positive note, yes. because that's what we want to talk about here, you're doing a event coming up next week. What are you doing for three days? So um, there is a platform called Talk Shop Live. And Talk Shop Live is kind of like a modern day home shopping network or QVC um, where anyone who has a product that they want to sell can have a channel and you can go live on your channel anytime you want and sell your product. And it's really cool. Amy and I do it a couple times a month. And um, we've been working with the great people at Talk Shop Live to have a three day event to celebrate Women's History Month. And so there's a group of 13, 14, if you count us, women owned businesses. And we will be, I'll be doing shows during the course of those three days. And every show will be simulcast on our channel, the Women Owned Passionistas channel. So if you go to the Women Owned Passionistas channel and talk shop live from uh, Wednesday night, the 7th through Thursday morning, the 9th, there will be nonstop shows by women owned businesses. And for those who don't remember or didn't participate with one of our past shows, you work with a bunch of women who are all minority business owned or women business owned and mm -hmm. to help them get the word out about their, their products. Holly mentioned it at the top of the show. I think it's important to repeat here because you've also got a uh, program or a box and of things that you sell based upon the, the, the people that you have in your group. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we, we started the Passionistas Project um, as a podcast. So the podcast, we interview um, women from all backgrounds, not just business owners, but thought leaders, activists, artists, uh, actresses, anybody. Um, and um, women who are passionate about what they do. And so we interview them to inspire other women to follow their passions. And while we were doing the podcast, we started to meet all these women who have really cool products. And, um, you know, women-owned businesses just don't get the same funding. They don't get the same marketing platforms. They're not in the boys club where they're making deals in a way that 
men have an opportunity to make deals. So we decided that we would start a subscription box. Uh, it's a quarterly box. Uh, every product in there is from a woman-owned business. And we do written interviews with each of them so that you learn about the woman behind the product. Uh, so everybody in our community has told us that they feel more connected to the woman and are more inspired to buy their products because they know something about her. And our mission, you know, that that is grown now into having a directory on our website that's all women-owned businesses or women who have services like uh, life coaches or accountants, um, you know, all kinds of, you know, uh, tarot card readers. So um, we have this directory now and our mission is to get people to buy women-owned if you can. So if you come to the Passionistas Project, I need a gift for somebody. I don't know what to get. Come to the Passionistas Project. So, you know, guaranteed they're a woman-owned business. And we want to circulate the money in our community of women, first and foremost. So we encourage everybody in the community to think about the other women first before they go to Amazon or even down the street to their local store and make sure that they're buying women-owned. And we're building a microeconomy of women because of that. We are sitting in Seattle as we speak, and we are on drive time on a Wednesday afternoon. And so there are lots of women-owned business owners that may be sitting in traffic, not going anywhere very quickly in Seattle this time of day. So if somebody wanted to reach you to join your program and to do what you're doing and to help you and feel passionate about the passive, feel passionate about your project. <laughs> <laughs> It's a running joke now because I cannot say passion. Pass, anyway, um, Holly. Passionistas. <laughs> Passionistas. The passionistaproject.com. Passionistas is spelled P-A-S-S-I-O-N-I-S-T-A-S. -S -S. Can they go find you by going to their website? Going to your website. Yes. Yes, they can. Yeah. They can and... sign up for our mailing list there. It links out to all our social media. We're, we are most active really on LinkedIn and Instagram, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter for now. And uh, yeah, there's lots of ways you can reach us or come to Talk Shop Live next week and you can comment there while we're live on our shows and, and connect with us there too. I have to tell you, every time that we talk, I learn something, number one, and I learned something today, but I also um, get a little angry at some of the things that I hear, mm -hmm. uh, like one of the shows that we did talking about uh, disabled women and uh, and their businesses and the, and the struggles that they have and the fact that some some people get paid as little in in this country as little as 22 cents an hour and I'm so glad that you guys yes that's right I said 22 cents an hour um, well that's right isn't it yeah it's called sub minimum wage and it's legal in a number of states to pay people with disabilities that because uh, it's viewed as, as doing people a favor to be giving them a job. So why would you have to pay them a fair wage if you're doing them a favor and it's completely horrible and needs to change? It's changed in some states over time, but there's still, I think, I want to say 13 or 15 states where it's still legal and it needs yeah, to stop. It's a huge part of the reason why the majority of disabled people with living with disabilities live in poverty. Mm -hmm. Which is in the, in the greatest country in the world, and that's and that is so sad. Yeah, and most people in their lifetime 
will either themselves become disabled or have a loved one who becomes disabled because it's inevitable with old age that most people develop a disability at some point. So mm -hmm. even if for selfish reasons, you may become disabled yourself, um, it's worth joining the fight to change this law. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I know somebody that I live with personally who is disabled. Mm -hmm. Of course, I live alone. So I guess that kind of eliminates a lot of competition <laughs> there. But <laughs> who could that possibly be? Mm -hmm. and, uh, so I'm, I, which is why we love to have you guys on. And Holly's a big supporter of yours. And I know that that uh, she loves it. She loves to have you on. Holly, did you have want something? That, did you want to contribute? Would you like me to give away a prize or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, first of all, first of all, I want people to know since you're in the Seattle market, if you are looking for a unbelievably beautiful floral design um, done by a very, very talented artist. She is not a typical floral designer. My wife was that, my ex-wife was that for a long time and she, her work was not nearly as good as what uh, a natural design offers. So if you want to, if you live in, in the, um, um, Waffle, Kenmore, Woodenville, yeah. Kirkland, kind of like the north northeast side. I can uh, naturaldesign.com can go outside of that. You just got to contact them to have them lift the restrictions on the website. And she, she her company is is thriving and it's doing is doing great and I would like anybody that is here our listener audience to support a natural design here in Town. Holly knows the owner intimately. <laughs> Can I say something about A Natural Design too? A Natural Design makes these insanely beautiful wings <laughs> that are made of floral arrangements that if I were a bride, and I am not, I would be buying a pair and I would be wearing it in all of my bridal pictures and probably walking down the aisle because <laughs> They are going to become this big sensation, like Lady Gaga is going to wear them on stage someday, <laughs> and then you're not going to be able to afford them or get your hands on them. So all the brides out there, now is the time to contact yep. A Natural Designs and get your wings. I, I had no it. idea. Are you a, you're a wing creator, are you? Yeah, oh, they're yeah. absolutely stunning. Yeah, we infused botanicals with um, costume wings. And so we overlaid flowers and greenery and uh, pampas grass. And so it looks really cool. It looks like it's all one thing. You wouldn't even know that it didn't just come out of a factory that way. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty cool. <laughs> they're going to be they're going to be huge. Mm -hmm. They're just the right stylist has to see them and then. Yeah. Well, so if you are a bride to be, now we're coming up on that time of year. Right, bridal um, season. Yep, May, June, July in that area, and uh, so if you're planning on being a bride, you might as well fly to the place and get some wings. Or if you're going to be a guest at a wedding and you don't like the bride, get a pair. Major <laughs> <laughs> show up. It's a side suggestion. I mean, women support women. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> I just want to, I want someone to wear these wings, whatever. <laughs> well, well you know, go ahead. 
Yeah, no, I was just going to say, and we recently expanded. Um, so we actually have a warehouse space now too. And I'm looking to hire like on-call part-time work for people that are interested in working with flowers as well. So if there's people out there listening and they know someone in that general North East side area, and especially like moms that want something part-time that is like low commitment, low stress, or, you know, students that just need to pick up something, um, it's actually a lot of fun. I can imagine can... working for a nicer person. Yeah. Oh. oh, I can. Oh, yeah. He he gets the 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 <laughs> executive producer slash consultant honesty out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, I do. But uh, I'm nicer than she is. Come on. <laughs> oh, That's I'm kidding. I, I'm. Uh, she is. She is really. Uh, you know, I'm really talented. And, uh, and she works with me. And so you can't have her other than the floral part of her. Uh, but uh, she's, um, she's really great. So I, in all seriousness, she also runs a commercial during the show, but make sure that you go to a natural design. And if you're looking at this on, on StreamYard or YouTube, you will be able to see some of her work here in about two minutes because we're going to, she has a commercial running. So, uh, we're so gonna of you all of you thank you so much <laughs> i do want to say too for people listening that we do have gifts and collections so the print on demand drop ship companies that i can design with online there's a couple of them where i've actually started populating it with gifts and you can ship that almost worldwide now between the two main ones and so there's tabs on the website for that too it doesn't just have to be a local gift and they're beautiful i've seen those they're beautiful yes. Well, and I had, I, of course, I'm a guy. What do you, what do you want from us? We don't, we're not very smart. If we were, we would promote women a lot more than we do. <laughs> I saw this hilarious meme and it was like, came out on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. And it was this huge banner behind a counter at a florist shop. And it had a little vase arrangement, a medium sized vase arrangement and a big vase size arrangement. And at the top, it said, like, size purchase guidance chart. And at the bottom, it said, how mad is she? <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you, I was in the restaurant business for many, many years. And um, one of the things you do when you're in the restaurant business on Valentine's Day is you start taking reservations weeks in advance. Mm -hmm. You you have to make sure you have everybody in place, ready to go. It gets busy starting at 3 o'clock in the afternoon for dinner and goes all the way to 11 o'clock or midnight. And take it from me, if you are, and I was working 60, 65 hours a week at the time, if you are so busy that you haven't got time to go get some uh, flowers for your wife and have them delivered you need to call a natural design because that would have saved my butt a bunch of times because <laughs> she was ready to kill me several several times we've gotten those calls we've gotten text messages and it's like it's mother's day in two days i just realized i'm taking my wife to this restaurant can you deliver to this restaurant <laughs> it's like yep no problem you know the other thing that just dawned on me would be you know if you are someone who works for a, uh, a women-owned business, next Wednesday would be a perfect day for you to celebrate her and the business by sending a bouquet of flowers mm -hmm. to have 
delivered to her place. Would that be a good idea? There you go. That's a great idea. Love it. Yeah. Very good. By the way, uh, Holly, I, 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 we're going to do this. This will be fun. You're going to take us out to break, okay? And first of all, I want you to tell us who we're talking to, and then we're going to go take us to break, and then we'll be right back after that. So take it away, Holly. All right. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio. We have Amy and Nancy with us today from the Passionistas Project, and we can't wait to tell you more about them right after this. Hey there. I'm excited that you're listening right now, and if you like what we're doing here, you're going to love PositiveTalkRadio.net. On PositiveTalkRadio.net, each show, which is recorded live, is packed with positive information, with real people discussing real issues, and positive solutions that can work for everyone. I hope that you'll join us on PositiveTalkRadio.net and listen to all 340-plus shows. I think it's worth your time. But then, that's just me. That's PositiveTalkRadio.net, your home for great progressive positive podcasts. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, my friend. I'd really like to thank you for listening to the show today. As you may know, I started Positive Talk Radio way back in 2003. We were one of the first shows on KKNW. For 11 months, I was fortunate to be part of many lives, making a positive difference with great interviews and discussions, creating new thoughts and ideas. Sadly, for financial reasons, I had to terminate the show. Well, it took 18 years, but we're back better than ever. And not only on KKNW Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, but also podcasting with several inspiring channels with the same driving passion as the original. Please visit kmmedia.pro for complete information about all of these shows. In addition, if you feel called to keep positive programming on the air, you can join us by sponsoring the show and aligning yourself with our mission, which is nothing short of saving the planet and each other. Again, that's kmmedia.pro. I'll see you there. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald. I used to be the host of this program, and now it's Holly Berry because she can pronounce the guests, the guests that we have, their their website. So, Ms. Berry, <laughs> would, you like, would you like to continue and just take the thing over, would you please? <laughs> the passionistasproject.com we're here today with amy and nancy and they have wonderful insights resources and connections to help for this month this whole month is celebrating women women's businesses women's rights and there's a specific day as well coming up i love the passion that you guys have so i can say that part i love the passion that you guys have for what you do how did it happen? Where did you guys come from? It's like you're a bolt of fresh air, a bolt of lightning. Amy, you take it. You want me to take it? Well, uh, I mean, the long story is we came from a really inclusive and creative family back in Braintree, Massachusetts, where we were born. 
Um, and our parents were, uh, our parents met in art school. Our dad had his own uh, graphic design advertising agency. He did uh, all the in-store advertising for Foster Grant sunglasses. Um, and our mom, who originally was going to be an art teacher, ended up having five kids and um, became a stay-at-home mom, God bless her, and a substitute teacher at our school and ultimately went and worked with our dad and helped him run his business. So our house was always filled with um, art and music and television and uh you know, people of all ethnicities and sexual orientations and everybody was welcome. And um, so I think we always have had that instilled in us. And then we went on our own career paths. Nancy had her own graphic design business and theater company. And I worked for Warner Brothers doing visual effects and post-production on about 250 movies, uh, including the Harry Potter, early Harry Potter movies and the Matrixes. And when we came back together, we did a bunch of different things. And ultimately, it was the Me Too movement and the election of a certain president that woke us up one day. And we thought, we've been doing positive pop culture, but we need to really be doing something really significant right now to support women. And in doing that, we started to really tap into what was going on in various communities of marginalized women. And once our eyes were open to that more, um, that became a real passion. So our annual summit is a women's equality summit where we give stage to women from marginalized communities to talk about the issues that really matter to them because a lot of people talk about marginalized communities, but they don't actually let people from marginalized communities speak for themselves. So I credit um, our passion for you know, equal rights and for justice to our parents um, who were just barely kind, loving, wonderful, supportive people. And you guys work together and your sisters and you actually even like each other. Isn't that cool? We love each other. We're best friends, Kevin. We've been best friends since the day Amy was born. The, the, fam the family lore is that I asked for her to be born when I was going to kindergarten because I didn't want my mother to be lonely when I went to school. So I asked for a baby sister and I got Amy and she's been my best friend ever since. That's a cool story all by itself. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I think, I, I think it's awesome. You, you guys are what we need and you know, your, your family and the closeness of your family and, and how they work together. Um, in a progressive way that that tells a lot and then and, and that's a generational thing and I'm glad that they did that for you because now you can carry it forward and you are well and we have three other amazing siblings too our sister actually lives in Vancouver Washington she's an independent filmmaker uh, Grammy nominated Emmy winning independent filmmaker our sister who lives here is uh, in California with us is a um, crochet artist really talented our brother's back in Massachusetts and he was a musician for years and now he's an attorney. So he played with, opened for David Bowie when he was a musician and he, he brought a case in front of the Supreme Court as a, uh, an attorney. So we're, we're the, uh, we're the weak links in the family <laughs> chain. They're the, they're the superstars. <laughs> Holly. I, I think it's fun that she actually asked for Amy because 
I think when an older sibling asks for a younger sibling, like you almost just you're like destined to like them. Like I did that with my mom and my little brother. I was like, I want a little brother and got a little brother and gosh darn it, even when he's a little snot sometimes, it's like, but I know he's so cute even as an adult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll have to remember that and tell your brother the next time I see him, you're a nice little snot sometimes. <laughs> it's it's really is is important and the work that you guys are doing is is so important that that the word gets out there about um all the work that you're doing to make you know equality should in this is 2023 i keep having to remind myself because this should be something that should have been a no-brainer this should have gone by the wayside a long time ago i am just stunned by the number of quality people, the quality women that are out there that do not get the opportunity that that others might, because and we are as a society wasting a great deal of brain power, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting that there's these communities starting to come together now. That that's really cool. Like, it, we're in a you know metropolitan big city area because we're near seattle but you can find like mentor groups where it's all specifically women and like big brothers big sisters and stuff like that so so that's that's the the powerful areas to connect into those micro communities and because of the power of the internet you also have the ability to reach communities even if you're you know in a small place where one doesn't exist you can reach beyond that geographically and still connect to those larger communities. And you know what we're doing, we, um, we have some exciting plans coming up for 2023 that we're working on and we're not ready to really announce them yet. But what we're really doing is, is harnessing those micro communities that Holly is talking about and trying to bring, bring them all together because they all have their little niches but if we all come together as one giant community of micro communities, think of how powerful and strong we can be. So, um, so we are connecting with a lot of those women's groups and trying to form a consortium of different women's groups coming together to work together. And, um, and so we'll, we'll be back to talk to you about those things once we have uh, more details to announce. But, you know, it really is about lifting each other up. It's, it's that simple. It's, you know, promoting each other, helping each other, supporting each other. And that's how we make change. Well, you know, I've, I've got to, I got to tell you, we are on a, kind of a similar path because one of the things that I want to do that I'm working actively to do is to create a community around positive talk radio and, and what we do to help people. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> If you go to uh, Kevin at KMmedia.pro, anybody that's listening, this is anybody, and you type in a name that you think would be great to have as a community of like-minded people that we can get together, I'll pay you a $100 finder fee to, uh, to come up with that name because that's what we are. I'm, I'm, I'm dead set on doing this is to create a community of people that think like we do like you guys and us and we can work together to create a a better community for everybody because there's a, there's there are a lot of lonely people out there that don't have people that are around them that that think the way they do or they care for them and so they they really would benefit from that do you guys think that's a good idea i think that's a great idea and i want to say i know we 
talk about women and we, we joke about men, but it's men like you who are so supportive of what we're all doing and really give us the stage to speak about women's issues and educate yourself and, and help us learn new things. Um, we're so grateful to you. And, and so anything we can do to support Positive Talk Radio, our one suggestion is that the name be pronounceable. <laughs> Boy, ain't that the truth? Great idea, and we are here for you in any way we can support you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, we, what we should do one of these days is when we get it up and running, we'll have a women's consortium and we will have you be the keynote speakers. How about that? We love it. Love it. Love it. And uh, passionistas. There you go. Yeah, See? We did it. <laughs> We're proud of you. The passionistasproject.com is where you want to go to find these lovely human beings. It's It's people like you that quite literally – are changing the world one person at a time. Yeah. We try. Uh, we're, we try. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're shining the light on the women who are, and we're, we're just part of their, their story is how I look at it. I don't know about you, ma'am. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> well, that you are leading the way and providing an outlet for people like for people in business, for people that may not have, don't know how to begin, don't know how to connect with others, uh, don't know how to network with a group of women. And, and so you're bringing them all together to do that. And, and that becomes really, really powerful. Holly, don't you think? That's yeah, that's the way movements grow for sure. Yeah. So that's what, that's why I support. Uh, and I think, I think, Okay, I can't say that. I think some. Okay, I'll say some. Some some guys wholeheartedly approve of what I, I know. Holly's got a couple in her life uh, that wholeheartedly approve of what she's doing as a woman, as a business owner, as a human being. And there are lots of us out there. I'd like to think um, we just—it's not really profitable to or it's not something that a lot of guys want to sit around and talk about. I guess I don't know. What do you think? Anybody? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're right. I think that um, I think that change is scary mm-hmm. for anybody. And you know, we have a theory that the women, especially especially the women from marginalized communities that we have come to know, are the strongest, smartest, um, hardest working women we've ever met, and. They have to be because they have to fight 10 times as hard to get anything done because they have so many roadblocks put up for them. And I think people, certain people are afraid of the power that these women will harness once they have an equal playing field. So I think there are a lot of men that are super supportive and a hundred, you know, Nancy and I have them in our lives and we're so grateful for people like you we're we're not anti-man at all um we're just trying to make it an even playing field for women that's all that literally all we ask is let us be on the same starting mark and then may the best person win from there but you, you got to give us an equal shot yeah. here's a couple of stats for you kevin you want a few stats that'll make you furious 
Uh, <laughs> oh, good. Just just when we're ending the show and I got nowhere to yeah, vent. We got to make material. sure there's still some time to swing it back up at the end. But yeah, stats are good. So out of all the venture capital funding that was given out in 2020, 2.3% was given to women-owned businesses. 2.3%. That much, huh? 97.7% went to men. And when women-owned businesses tried to get loans, the average loan that a woman-owned business received is $59,000. You know, the size of an average loan that men receive? Quarter million? $157,000. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a big difference. That's you know. a big but, you, but let me tell you a story. You know why I'm so enthusiastic about what you guys do? And I'm talking about women in general. Mm -hmm. uh, I interviewed a gal. She is a uh, cosmetic. Uh, she works with cosmetics. She has her own brand now. And she started out, her mom gave her $500. So she goes to a uh, shopping center and the, and the shopping center owner says, okay, I'll give you a kiosk. He sticks the kiosk right in front of a lineup of businesses that were closed. All of them were closed around her. And so what did she do? Instead of saying, oh, this is crap and I'm not, she went down to the concession stand where there's a, uh, a cafe and stuff, and she would solicit customers from there to come back to her kiosk. She started doing really well. And so the, the business owner, not being a stupid man, he was, after all, he worked with uh, other businesses in the, the uh, shopping center. And so he moved her next to, guess where? Victoria's Secret. Because he knew that she would be uh, help him had nothing to do with her. It was that that, it, that her business was going to help his business and the other businesses around him. And so there are a lot of women that have that passion that are not going to be denied. And and I think that's just that's exceptional. And that's 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 the way it should be. But it shouldn't be that hard. And that woman's name is Kim Roxy, and she's a passionista. We introduced oh, that's her. That's we gave her we gave her an award last year at our Passionistas Persist Summit, and now Kim Roxy is the first black-owned business in um, online at um, what's the beauty company name on the uh, Nan online? Ulta. 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 Ulta beauty first black women-owned business on Ulta.com, and she's now she was just nominated for the um, Home Shopping Network guest guest excellence award because she debuted on the home shopping network and she was so amazing that they're going to give her an award for being such a great guest so she's the next Estee Lauder you know she she is <laughs> a rock star unbelievable so I'm glad that you told her story she's incredible well you know I hate to admit this but I'd forgotten that they came from you <laughs> I love that they remembered and they I was gonna say something if they didn't because <laughs> oh yeah well, you know, you, you two were sitting there, you know, nodding and smiling. And I was like, have I told you the story before? <laughs> <laughs> I have. But, but by the way, I, I know that during the commercial that I said we have 340 shows up. That's wrong. We have 440 shows up. Oh. And, and so that's why, you know, you'll have to forgive me if I forget. I, I just remember the stories and some of the heartwarming and great stories and of, of what people can do and the, and the, the, they're following their heart and their great human spirit. And yeah. that's just so cool. Yeah. Well, we love that. We love that you uh, have connected with some of the women in our community and how 
how, again, how supportive you are of all of us. So it means a lot to us. It, it, some of my best friends are women, save one. I don't like her anymore, but but everybody else I like just fine. But, no, I my ex wife is fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> but and that's a personal thing. But I I really it really bothers me that women. I I had a, a gal on the other day that is a mom, and she's got a a program that she's developing for mothers, and she was telling me that. Um, she was a corporate who worked in the corporate world and for her daycare situation, it would work for her. If she could go to work at nine and get off at five, she was going to work at eight 30 and getting off at four 30. And so she goes to her boss and she says, look for my daycare situation. It's untenable because they close it. These are their hours. This is when they're open and closed. If you can, if I can move my time, not cut the hours, not to get special treatment, but if I can just move my time a half hour in the morning and a half hour in the afternoon, I can make it all work. And he said, I don't think so. I'm not going to give any special treatment. And it's like, it's not special treatment. It's how you talk to a human and it's how you be kind to somebody else. Then it, it, what's that half hour going to cost you? It's not going to cost you a thing Mm -hmm. and and you can be mean or you can be kind and empathetic. And that's, that's what, you know, there, there was a gal that she was a bus driver with me. Now, if you're a bus driver, there's things that women have to deal with. As an example, if she had a baby, and she wanted to continue to breastfeed. Well, the way the bus schedule works, you don't necessarily get an equal, you don't get a break when you were supposed to, to be able to do some of those things. And she had a hell of a time getting the company to um, take care of her in the way that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so eventually uh, they saw the light and are now have provided them and the, the unions has provided uh, women who are nursing uh, a private place to be able to go so that they can do what they need to do in privacy and feel good about it. And so we can make changes like that in a real positive way, can't we, Holly? Absolutely. <laughs> She's, and we've got, uh, oh, We've got just such a short time left in the show. But, it went uh, so fast. Too fast. I know. <laughs> and, but but we need, we're trying to transition into something positive with the, as we leave. So, so Holly, give us something positive. <laughs> there are tons of lists online for how to support women-owned businesses. All you have to do is Google best ways or list of 10 ways to support women-owned businesses. And I love some of the ones that came up that I wouldn't have even thought of. So here's one, and it says, not only can you buy from women-owned businesses, but you can help promote them on social media. So you might not think about, like, posting on social media, like, the place that you got that amazing latte at that is your shining Instagram photo, but try it. Like, if you know that's a women-owned business, you know, you can put the location of where you got that coffee in your social media, and that helps drive traffic to them. You can also support them by donating or investing or sponsoring or offering them your network as well. Thank you. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. By the way, 
for those of you that are in our audience or sitting in traffic and you're fuming because we're talking about women's issues and women get a whole month and uh, uh, and uh, February was uh, Black America Month and they get a whole month. Well, that leaves only 10 for the uh, uh, men in the group. So you've got 10 months and it's okay to give a month to uh, somebody. 10 months and centuries. <laughs> I would love to see it where everything's like way more equitable to the point where, you know, women are saying, hey, we need to make a month just for men now. Like if, oh. if the pendulum swings that far, I would love to see people yeah. like us saying, hey, now that now we got to make sure the men are getting their day, too. Right? Yeah. Like like our friend Selene Luna says, like being an activist isn't really fun. It's not like you wake up in the morning. You're like, I want to be an activist. Um <laughs> So we're hoping that we all are out of business in a few years and everything is just equal, you know, and, and we are, I agree with you, Kevin. I think there, and Holly, I think there's a lot to be positive and optimistic about. And I think we meet women every day who are so supportive of other women, which is a, is an evolution from the kind of dog eat dog business world where women had to fight for the one seat at the table. And now we're really, we're really supporting each other and educating the men in our lives. The men in our lives are so much more educated about women's issues and boundaries and all that stuff. And it's not meant to make the world a bummer of a place to live. It's just to make everybody feel comfortable. And, and men want to be there. Men are marching against the Supreme Court decision and for the, you know, really stepping up on that level for the first time. So we're headed in the right direction. We just, we all just need to keep working hard to get there and buying from women-owned businesses come to our Talk Shop Live event next week. And you can buy everything from jewelry to tarot card readings to trips to Guatemala, all in the three-day period from all these different women-owned businesses. So the, the op opportunities are out there to support women-owned. Nancy, we have one minute left. Tell us what's in your heart. I just want to reiterate what Amy just said. Please come to our talk shop live next week and celebrate Women's International Women's Day with us. We have 13 amazing women-owned businesses that you can come and support. A couple of them are nonprofits. You can donate to them. Um, and they're just doing amazing work. And Talk Shop Live is a great platform. It's really fun. Amy and I have four or five shows during the course of the three days. So come and see us be goofy. Um, and uh, and just thank you all for supporting us. And let's keep, let's keep lifting each other up. Thank you, ladies, for being here. We really, really appreciate it. And I just have to say, I have the absolute best time in the world whenever my friend Holly Berry comes on the show with me. She is she is just a dynamic individual. Um, she keeps me straight. <laughs> she <laughs> tries to keep me straight, which not, by the way, that's not an easy thing to do. I had a guy in broadcasting one time said, you're not a very good employee, are you? And that's true. So I work very hard at being unconventional, but she puts up with me. I really appreciate it. And Holly, thank you so much. Is there anything you'd like to share before we go? Am I allowed to do the closing or would that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. And you can begin at any time that you want. Be kind to one another because each other is all we've got. My friend, you know, I had a guy the other day say, did you really make that up? I did. I did. I really did. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you on Friday.